For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, this is Joshua Shadow Cat Outland with your C3 Carolina Cat Chronicles Panthers versus Seahawks Week 12 NFL Preview. These two teams are coming in with differing destinies. The Seahawks were in Thursday night football last week, and with the lights on bright in prime time, they proved they were more than up to the task, beating Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Going up 27-24 when all was said and done. Meanwhile, the Carolina Panthers took a trip up to Detroit, Michigan. The Ford Field beckoned them as they took on the Detroit Lions in a game that both teams were looking to win in order to establish a pace in the wild card hunt. I have to say this personally, this might have been one of my worst predictions in my history of predicting games. I predicted a curb stomp in favor of the Panthers. Unfortunately, what we got was anything but. We're going to go over that right now. As you can see here, the Panthers have a nice drive going. When they got the ball, they were bound to determine to make it count with an opening drive touchdown. And they would drive all the way down the field trying to score first blood against the Detroit Lions at Ford Field. Already off the fake to McCaffrey. Newton again with time. Throws and it's Devin Funches. Returning home. Third all time. Michael Vick, Randall Cunningham, and then Camden. All time rushing yards by quarterbacks. Another completion. And this one is taken down inside the five-yard line by D.J. Moore. The Carolina Panthers would use that advantage getting all the way down inside the five-yard line. And on third and goal, Cam Newton would find Greg Olson wide open to the left side of the end zone for the touchdown and the go-ahead lead, putting the Panthers up 7-0 on their opening drive at Detroit. The tight ends. Off the fake to McCaffrey. Newton to the end zone. Wide open for a touchdown. Greg Olson. Ball player. Unfortunately, that would prove to be the best the Carolina Panthers would look for at least three quarters as they've had a struggle finding the end zone early and often. Their drives would stall. They would have to punt several times. Let's not even mention the missed field goals as well. And that's speaking of missed field goals. We see just that on this drive in the middle of the third quarter. The Panthers had a chance to blow the game wide open. They would do just that with a beautiful drive. One play pass on third and 10 from Cam Newton to DJ Moore. That would strike over half the field. Panthers must get to the 16-yard line. As Newton throws to the outside and the catch is made. 
by DJ Moore. Still going across midfield. Inside the 40, the 30. And finally tackled. This is a spectacular catch and run by DJ Moore. Outside here, this is just a little sticks route. Go to the sticks, turn around, come back, catch the ball, goes up and stays on his feet, most importantly. And then just a terrible angle. It's third and two. The Panthers can pick up a first down without scoring. Newton with loads of time, but can't find anyone. And he is taken down back at the 16-yard line by Jared Davis. Good stand. As bad as things were for the Panthers from that third and two sack after the DJ Moore play all the way down into the five-yard line of the Lions, things would go from bad to worse. As the Panthers had a chance to tie things up at 10-all, Graham Gano would pick the worst time to miss his very first field goal this year. And by Detroit after giving up that big play. Graham Gano from 34. Off the upright and no good. That setback would haunt the Panthers the rest of the way. They would be chasing points for the entirety of the game. Missing another field goal with Graham Gano. Excuse me. Missing a chip shot PAT. Graham Gano would. And the Panthers would be caught on the back foot the entire game. When the Lions would score. When the game was tied 13-all. And the Lions would find the wide receiver in the end zone. It was up to Cam Newton and the Panthers to try one last gasp desperate hope for a victory. Cam Newton would come through, leading the Panthers all the way down the field, attempting to tie up the game and force overtime. From the 25-yard line, empty pass field on first down. Newton fires wide open, McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, first and goal from the eight, a minute 15 on the clock. Newton, looking end zone. He throws, corner of the end zone, touchdown, D.J. Moore! Things would look great for the Carolina Panthers. They, they were down one point, 20-19, with a minute seven remaining. Now, here comes the question. If you're in Ron Rivera's shoes, do you go for the win on the road, or do you try to kick a field goal, a P.A.T., and hope for overtime on the road. While you ponder that, I'll let you know what Ron Rivera decided to do. He decided to go for the two-point attempt to end the game 21-20 in favor of the Panthers. Unfortunately, things didn't quite go the way the Panthers and Ron Rivera envisioned it. Two-point conversion attempt for Carolina. Newton looking, of time. He throws incomplete. That incomplete pass on the two-point conversion attempt would doom the Carolina Panthers to what should have been a curb stomp in their favor and a get-right game. Instead, it has placed the Panthers into a must-win situation against the visiting Seattle Seahawks. Luckily, this game will be played at Bank of America Stadium, the vault. If it had been played in Seattle, I personally would have been a lot more concerned about it.
Looking ahead at these Panthers, their projected their projected strength for the Panthers that I've seen thus far this year is that they have one of the most creative and effective running games in the NFL. They utilize DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey, Curtis Samuel, and of course Cameron Jarrell Newton, and they have the third highest EPA per run in the 2018 season. Their weaknesses of the Panthers, unfortunately, it's always been that defense the past couple of years that continues while the secondary has improved by leaps and bounds over last year. Now the front four has had issues getting to the opposing quarterback. As a team, the Panthers rank 23rd in the pass rush. The Seattle Seahawks have a great run game. They have brought back the option. They have 108 option runs leading them in the NFL and they average 5.2 yards per carry when they run the option play. You can almost say the Carolina Panthers and the Seattle Seahawks are mirror images of each other because just as the Panthers have pass rush issues, as do the Seattle Seahawks, they have their best pass rusher, Frank Clark. He has 38 pressures on the season, but that's about it for the Seattle Seahawks. They've lost that pass rush with the loss also of the Legion of Boom. Looking further into the stats for these for this game coming up, the Carolina Panthers come in with a six and four record. The Seattle Seahawks with a five and five record. That's something to keep an eye on here because this now affects wild card standings. If the Seattle Seahawks can come into Carolina and defeat the favored by three points, Carolina Panthers, they would jump. They would supersede the Panthers in the wild card rankings. Both teams would then have a six and five record. The Seattle Seahawks would be above the Panthers in favor of the head-to-head matchup ranking, and that could severely impact the Carolina Panthers' chances of making the wild card. Unfortunately, I have to say making the wild card because as you see, New Orleans Saints are a team on a tear. They have averaged over 30 their entire season, and they did just that against the Atlanta Falcons tonight, a game I expected to be a lot closer. The Carolina Panthers at this point we hoard the NFC South Championship, but we're going to have to probably settle for a wild card, making this game against Seattle Seahawks a must win. Looking into some more of these stats here, Russell Wilson leads the Seattle Seahawks with 184 passing attempts on two or completions on 278 attempts for 2,192 yards and 23 touchdowns. On the flip side, Cam Newton, 225 passes completed on the season out of 329 attempts. That's an astonishing 68.3% for Cam Newton. Who would have imagined it for 2,443 yards and 20 touchdowns? He's actually having a pretty damn good season passing. Devin Funches is his top receiver. 41 catches for 516 yards and three touchdowns. On the flip side, Tyler Lockett is Russell Wilson's top receiver with 38 catches for 554 yards and seven touchdowns, getting a lot more production from his number one 
Then Cam Newton is getting from Devin Funches on the rushing side. Chris Carson is the Seattle Seahawks' best rusher. 128 rushes for 580 yards and three touchdowns. Not to be outdone is Christian McCaffrey. 136 rushes on the year. 632 yards rushing and four touchdowns. And don't even forget about the threat he poses catching the passes out of the backfield. He becomes one of Cam Newton's best rushing and passing targets for the Carolina Panthers. Looking further into these two teams, the Carolina Panthers boast a 5-0 undefeated record at home. The Seattle Seahawks, meanwhile, are 2-2 at home and 3-3 on the road, whereas the Carolina Panthers are a dismal 1-4 on the road. Like I said, thank God this game is in Carolina. The Seattle Seahawks have scored 246 points, good enough for 14th in the NFL. Meanwhile, the Carolina Panthers, 260 points, good enough for 11th. Points allowed, a disparity here. 216 points allowed by the Seattle Seahawks defense. That's good for top 10, 8th ranking in the NFL. Meanwhile, the Carolina Panthers, a bit of a disparity here. 252 points allowed. That's good enough for 20th in the NFL. The takeover differential. Both of these teams are pretty damn good at making turnovers and takeaways. The Seattle Seahawks come in with a plus seven takeaway differential. Good enough for fifth in the NFL. Not to be outdone. The Carolina Panthers come in with a plus five turnover differential. Good enough for six. They are neck and neck with each other. Passing yards per game. A bit of a difference here. And you actually can see here how the, the Carolina Panthers and the Seattle Seahawks of 2018 are almost mirror images of each other. Passing yards per game for Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. They are 196 on average, good enough for 27th in the NFL. Meanwhile, Cam Newton and the Carolina Panthers come in averaging 230 yards per game, good enough for 22nd. On the rushing, however, Seattle Seahawks is one of the best. Actually, they are the best. Averaging 154 yards per game. Good enough to be the top-ranked team in the NFL. Meanwhile, the, the Carolina Panthers come in averaging 130 yards a game. Also, top 10 at 7th in the NFL. The defenses of the Carolina Panthers and the Seattle Seahawks could be no different. Their passing defense of the Carolina Panthers is 253 yards allowed per game which is 21st, almost in the bottom half of the NFL. Meanwhile, the Seattle Seahawks come in allowing 236 yards per game, good enough for 11th in the NFL on the defensive side of the the rushing game. The Seattle Seahawks allow 111 rushing yards, which is 17th in the league. Meanwhile, the Carolina Panthers have allowed 98 rushing yards per game, good enough for 8th. Looking forward here even more into the matchup. The Carolina Panthers have quite a few players that are out, that are hurting this week. One of the biggest being Cam Newton. He's been bothered by an ankle injury, but he is likely to play Sunday against the Seattle Seahawks. Another name to watch out for the Carolina Panthers on this list. Greg Olson's been listed as probable. He is expected to be available against the Seattle Seahawks despite facing a nagging foot injury. Another player to watch. 
Dante Action Jackson. He's being questionable with a lower body injury. In fact, he left the game last week with that injury. And it is undecided right now if he will play against the Seattle Seahawks. We're going to have to click at that one going forward. Unfortunately, we got more. James Bradbury with a shoulder issue. He has been dealing with a shoulder injury and is undetermined right now if he will be playing against the Seattle Seahawks. Mario Addison, the pass rush of the Panthers having trouble coming in, and it looks like it may continue. He has been happened with a shoulder injury, and it is not known right now if he will play against the Seattle Seahawks this week. Those are some of the biggest names. Another one here, Evan Funches, who had a horrible game last week against his hometown Detroit Lions. I believe he had two catches out of eight targets. He's been dealing with a back injury, and it's unknown if he will suit up. If Devin Funches isn't able to go, that means you can look for more opportunities for Curtis Samuel and the rookie phenom DJ Moore. On the Seattle Seahawks side, first off, you got to say this. The Legion of Boom is no more in Seattle. Richard Sherman has already headed off to the 49ers at the offseason. Meanwhile, Cam Chancellor has a neck issue, and he's not played the entire season. And Earl Thomas has been placed on injured reserve due to a lower leg fracture. That's probably a big, significant matchup there to watch as Cam Newton has typically had to play against the Legion of Boom and typically struggled. That could open up his chances of pulling out a win here. Probably the biggest name the Seattle Seahawks have on the injury list this week. My guess, Doug Baldwin with a groin injury. It is unclear if he is going to play against the Carolina Panthers. He is listed as questionable right now. Looking farther into this matchup, it is undeniable that the Carolina Panthers and and Cam Newton specifically has struggled against the Seattle Seahawks. Cam Newton and the Panthers are two in five since starting against the Seattle Seahawks and Russell Wilson. This is a rivalry, an NFC rivalry that has been going since 2012. When Cam Newton came to the Panthers 2011, the next year the Seahawks drafted Russell Wilson out of NC State in the third round in 2012. They played each other immediately, and almost all of their games come down to one-score possessions. The exceptions being one was a playoff game where the Seahawks annihilated the Panthers in Seattle. The other was the last time these two teams have played each other in the regular season, or at all. 2016, Cam Newton and the Panthers could muster only one offensive score, falling in the most lopsided loss they've ever had to the Seattle Seahawks, 40-7. It goes without saying that Cam Newton has had issues against the Seattle Seahawks, and he's going to have to continue to exercise those demons. This is a must-win for the Carolina Panthers. I cannot stress this enough. If they lose this match again, the Seahawks jump ahead of the Panthers in the wild card standings, and that could severely, severely havoc the Panthers' chances of making the playoffs and making a run this year. Cam Newton, quite frankly, has to turn that 2-5 and five record into 3-5 and five for the Carolina Panthers to have a chance to make the playoffs this year. Going forward, there are no guarantees that managing to win just this game alone 
can help the Panthers in the long run. They do have a bit of a tough schedule coming up against the suddenly good Browns, the Buccaneers who an offensive juggernaut. Then they also have the Atlanta Falcons and the Saints who typically are better on offense than the Carolina Panthers. The Panthers are going to have to find a get-right scheme real quick. Unfortunately, that does not exist. But whatever is plaguing the Panthers, they're going to have to find a way to cope with it deal with it, put on a band-aid and keep going and come out this Sunday and handle business in Carolina against the suddenly threatening Seattle Seahawks. A loss here could more than likely doom the Carolina Panthers' chances at a playoff run. For C3, Carolina Cat Chronicles, this has been Joshua the Shadow Cat Outland. Thank you for tuning in. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.